Would you let that robot grab your wiener? I don't uh, think so. I don't want to answer that. <laughs> This is the Long Walk Short Drink Double Shot. Double Shot. Double Shot. Starring Palmer's abs. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What is How's happening? it going? I am happy to see you. How are you? Uh, I am great. How uh, how's things been, man? Not bad. Not bad. I, I've had <laughs> mostly good. I've had a little prostate trouble, but <laughs> nothing serious. Oh, <laughs> man. No, the, anytime you have to say the word prostate trouble, it's serious. I don't care. That's true. <laughs> I, I don't care how, like... If you if you if you have a prostate, <laughs> you n- understand the severity of that. I don't even think you need to have a prostate. You know what? I want to be a little open minded here. <laughs> I don't think you need to have a prostate to know that that's serious stuff. It's nothing so, you want people messing with. <laughs> no. Um, but but mostly okay. That's like full disclosure. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, um, if you want full disclosure, oh, yeah. uh, have you ever used a bidet before? Oh, sure, yeah. Well, not not tons, but I have. It's like it's like a game changer, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Though I, I'm not sure I've gotten the hang of it. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Well, I, it, it, you don't overthink it, Dave, because it's like. <laughs> All you do is you point you point a water jet at your butt and it cleans your butt for you like that's It's like after you do that a couple times you realize I've been a savage my entire fucking life that I use dry wood pulp yeah to clean like to clean shit off of a hole that I'll never see. I'll never get to actually see that like in person without the assistance of a camera, right? Yeah, and with some of the troubles I've had, I that I I had that thought has crossed my mind, but I was then it's quickly followed by a resounding full body toes to top like fuck no. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. No. <laughs> oh man. Nobody needs to see that. Um, no. My poor doctors. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then you use a bidet though, and you're just like, <laughs> this is the way that you were in. Like, because you only ever that. I don't know about you, but I I feel like this would be for a lot of guys, especially guys that have a copious amount of body hair <laughs> as one. <laughs> As one does. Yeah. Man, this is talking about like full disclosure. <laughs> but uh, the only for me, because I am one of those men. I mean, my body's like a giant loofah. <laughs> 
But it's like the only time that that orifice is ever, I feel, 100% clean is when the shower is involved, like water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And so then it's like, man, if I'm going to do the most disgusting thing that my body needs to do to survive, then water should be involved every time I'm going to do that. <laughs> yes. We got a bidet like we had one. Oh, so we had <laughs> when we went on our honeymoon, we had this amazing corner suite at the Aria in Las Vegas. Like they upgraded oh. us to this amazing suite and it had. It was like when we came in the door and when I say the corner, if you've ever seen the Aria, it's like a big fin and we were on the corner. So like the bedroom was like floor to ceiling well windows <laughs> that came down to the two walls of the room of the suite. And when we opened the door, curtains opened like this, like <laughs> oh wow. Automatically, and we saw the whole strip from that window. But they had this super high-tech toilet, like big time <laughs> high-tech that like was heated and like it had a bidet in it. And like it would oscillate, so like the sprayer would go in these circles like this, <laughs> Whoa, and like that's super fancy. And it could either do the butthole or the taint. Like <laughs> if you were a lady, it would get like your lady bits, you know. <laughs> but if you're a dude, it just is the taint. <laughs> Which, if you're into that, uh, <laughs> could be quite pleasurable. Um, but I ended up. I ended up getting one that's just an attachment that you just like, yeah. it, it, it took like a half an hour and it's attached to our toilet and it looks like professional and looks fine, but man, is it a game changer? It's like, <laughs> it's so clean, so clean. Like I had a buddy who was just like, yeah, but is it like having a drippy wet ass only marginally better than having a shitty one? And I'm just like, I don't know what planet you live on, but like, I've never had I've never had water like a drippy wet ass cause like irreparable skid marks to a pair of underwear that you just need thrown away because they're never going to come be a hundred percent again. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> I hope this uh, means we're going to get a MeUndies sponsorship at some point. <laughs> I ever, hope so. Have you ever heard of that company? No, it's a, it's advertised on a lot of podcasts and um, they are uh, an underwear company. That's like a monthly subscription type thing. They send <laughs> stuff with designs. Um, but the, uh, the underwear itself is made out of some uh, fabric called Modal. And it is, I mean, hands down the best underwear I've ever worn. They're, really? they're kind of expensive, but I, lo I was like, these are amazing. <laughs> so, wow. That's so, saying something. That's for free, MeUndies. From here on out, we're going to have to see some scratch. <laughs> I, I, my underwear, like, I, I have a, so many underwear that the, the elastic falls under my ass while I'm walking. Like, my balls and everything <laughs> will be covered. My, and like, it'll be up, the underwear will be at my waist in the front. But in the then they just like scoop down under my butt so that my butt cheeks like just ride on the top elastic. Oh, that's no good. You need me undies, sir. <laughs> yeah, like these under my underwear are terrible. I don't know what mistake I made or what I'm what I'm paying off. Like something I'm paying off to the universe <laughs> for all of my underwear to be like that. Well, between the bidet and possibly a pair of me undies. 
um, your life will be totally different. That's <laughs> that, I could be a whole new person. Like we can go to record the next episode and you'll be like, uh, where's Palmer? When is he yeah. getting like, Oh, it's me, sir. Uh, this is me. I got new, uh, new underwear and that bidet and I'm like a whole new person. I didn't even recognize you. That's yeah. what you'll say. Oh my God. Sorry. I just went to the website and there's like a picture of two people kissing shop men, oh. shop women. Now, are you open to boxer briefs or do you want? Oh, to that's briefs? what I wear. I like bro- boxer briefs. Oh, okay, briefs. that's what's yeah, that's amazing. What I'm are these? What are out. these called? Free me undies. Uh, here, can you text me? Your, oh yeah, no, they text me your size real quick. I think they got them. I'm gonna oh. make this happen for you. What? <laughs> you, you need to have one pair. It'll be my holiday gift. <laughs> are you serious? You're not buying me underwear. You got to get them. If you promise me, you'll get them. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Here we go. Uh, Anyway, send me the URL. Let me look at the URL. Oh, man, they're getting so much free press from a podcast. No one listens to. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, how did I lost you? Free undies. Here we go. Oh, there it is. It's I mean, the picture is not going to tell you too much, but uh Men's boxer briefs. If you, oh my, oh, you gotta get one. <laughs> but also, oh, you, they look fantastic. They feel. Am amazing. I gonna look like that guy when well, if I wear them? I no, mean, but but I think you'll feel. Well, like I get that like guy. chocolate mocha skin and a six pack abs. No, that starring, part. No, starring Palmer's abs. <laughs> yes. That was. That, that used to be my Taylor Lautner joke. Starring really? Taylor Lautner's abs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steer you wrong on something like this. <laughs> oh my gosh, they have, they have, yeah, they have three, three XL. Oh yeah. man, I've been rocking larges, but I've had to with some of the troubles I've had. Like one of the symptoms, and it's, unfortunately, this is not a new problem for me. It's just been the most like longest breakout of whatever it is. It, one of the symptoms is frequent urination. I'm, mean, I'm talking like. Almost yeah. you could be done being and go again in like three minutes. Um, oh. I mean, that's the worst it gets. But uh, but so having, so you see like where they fall and even this handsome gentleman, it's kind of like right near where the bladder is. So if the elastic is at all tight, it just makes things worse. So I've been having to rock boxers uh, and I've missed me on these. <laughs> oh, the I never thought I'd speak so, 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 uh, Lovingly about underwear, (laughs) but they're they're great. (laughs) I I I need these underwear. Um, uh, I listen to a bunch of podcasts that give little um discounts to where you get them for like eight bucks or something after that. So I'll find one and send it to you. We gotta. I know it sounds stupid, but you gotta try one. You can't be having these elastics. You sound like a commercial already. You're like, right, the elastic rides around my butt cheeks. I I literally spend all day where my butt cheeks are rubbing on the top elastic of my underwear. That's, they're supposed to be, those two spaces are supposed to literally be as far apart as they can be. Yeah. It's because it's like the butt of the underwear and the elastic waist of the underwear. It'll never happen again. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta try these underwear. This is passion. I mean, I'm not recommend. Well, yeah, no, because they're not paying us. I'm not recommending you get a subscription plan. Just get the one, see yeah. if you like it. 
And then I think I have like. Six but if they do want to sponsor us, we would seriously consider a subscription plan. <laughs> yes, that's for true. MeUndies. <laughs> yes. If they want to sponsor us, listen. Yes. I'm. I hope you're listening, MeUndies. <laughs> we want. We want. We want this to happen. We both want this. We both would benefit from this. We will sell your underwear. Do you hear what Dave is doing <laughs> yeah. for your underwear? Like he's convinced me, me oh, yeah. to spend $8 for a pair of underwear. That's ridiculous, but I will do it. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna follow up on this because it. it yeah. It, it will do you so much good, or you won't yeah. like it. That's that's possible. But I've literally never heard of someone not liking them. Yeah, it definitely. We'll have to try <laughs> to check it out. Um. Well, we've. I think we've opened strong here. Welcome to long. Walk, yeah. Short drink. Uh, uh, long walk, short drink. <laughs> Episode nine point five. I've this been is thinking. Be, well, I've been thinking be about a shorty. it. Shorty. Yeah, I've been thinking about whether or not. Because I just finished epi- editing episode number three, and w- yeah. which is a really strong one for me, um, and it got a bu- it's got our discussion about Force Awakens, and and then also the only time I can remember where we talked about Ro- Rogue One, and you're very concerned at the time, you're like, oh, I hope these reshoots, and I hope the influence of like oh, Dark yeah. Man, uh, or Batman versus Superman. So I, I sort of feel like this, whatever this is, should go in between, just so that. Oh, Anyone. so this would be like a, you know what? This could end up being like a segment where if we're going to stay ahead of the catalog like this, where this isn't going to be the only time this comes up. And yeah. so like, uh, we could, we could just call these like a long walk, short drink, follow up or long, long walk, short drink, double shot. Ooh, you know, like, Ooh, yeah. And you get two in one week. Yeah, That's like nice. we're we're gonna do like the follow up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. all right, so we'll just sample that. The long walk, short drink, double shot, <laughs> and I hear like it, it like echoes right there. Oh yeah, double shot. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking I can't about? Wait to make that happen. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> double shot. Wait, no, we'll do it ourselves. Like, I'll be your yeah. echo. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right here let's try it yeah this is this is ridiculous yeah. and oh, fun it's gonna be good. all right you ready i'm ready all right all right this is the long walk short drink double shot double shot yeah <laughs> that's like i feel like radio now it's like it's like yeah i'm here with a long walk short drink double shot with a little boy in the double haircut. shot <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh um, it's perfect all right. Oh so, yeah. So I like that. Well, then we'll rock. Cause I, cause I'd like to, I have missed doing this and it'd be great to catch up, but there's so much good stuff in the oh, arc yeah. as it were that I'm, I'm finding that, um, yeah, I like well, it. Let's, okay. So let's, so we've been, I mean, theoretically we've been recording roughly for 14 minutes and let's say like, I don't know, we could use most of that. Let's say we have 10 minutes in. Yeah. Let's shoot for these to be no more than an hour. Yeah, and I think All if right? they're let have them be just focus on one thing. Like we won't get off on a tangent. Yeah, I mean maybe a, a related <laughs> related. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's not right. The, that's literally the name of our podcast <laughs> is off on a tangent. If that's we were to subtitle it, that's what it is. 
That's very true. Well, maybe we just... couldn't even like go to the point on our title. We had to go literally call it something more obscure that would need explained. Like, That's true. All of the URLs and stuff are open because it's not even a real phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's exactly. true. Exactly. We'll, yeah. we'll aim for a little bit more focused, I suppose. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, we got two listeners now, so we can talk to them. <laughs> to, and I know, I probably know who both of them are. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, for I, sure I know you do. who definitely one is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would give a uh, shout out to Adam. <laughs> and you can give no, a shout I, out to. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, how's it going, buddy? Yeah. Rudy, hope you're enjoying this. You guys are the best. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, all right. We're gathered here today to talk about Rogue One. Rogue One. D- dude, like, what? Do you, okay, what's your initial, give me your initial two-line reaction. Oh, no. Um, hmm. I feel like I shouldn't go first, because I will say I liked it a lot, but there was one uh one barrier that i'm sure you'll guess right away that for the, the when i want when i go to talk about it the first thing i think of is that and then the rest is just like glowing you know remarks so i hate to start yeah. out on a negative note i will say um well, oh shoot hold on are we going to are <laughs> we doing the spoilers oh yeah we should yeah we'll do spoilers okay okay so, All right, so. the one thing I, I will say that is uh yeah, that is not negative at all. Cause, cause generally I just, I liked it a, a lot. And, um, but K2SO really knocked me on my ass. I was like, I love this droid. And I'm sure it's me and everyone it else in the world. It wasn't <laughs> like they are nailing the droids first mm. off. Let's, let's just talk about that. Cause BB8 was perfect. Amazing. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like a really good replacement for r2 which my theory on that is that they're in the prequels they established that r2d2 had more tricks up his sleeve that would have solved legitimate problems in the original trilogy yeah yeah i just heard that like uh, yeah or in our episode three yeah (laughs) you were saying that and i never really i never realized that before but of course now it's very obvious yeah and and so like so that he they had to write them out Right. And so he replaced him with this amazing BB-8 droid. And then in this one, Rogue One, that droid is just like it takes all of the prissiness (laughs) and like pompacity of C-3PO. And then goes to the other end of the spectrum. And that's this droid from Rogue One. Yeah. Like it it just like he, he just has like a sense of wit that was brilliant. He had uh, a really good, he had comedic timing and was not like, you know, C-3PO is a, like oblivious to why he's funny, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like this droid really felt like he was in on the joke. Like, he oh, got yeah. It. Yeah, that is a little different. It's funny, too, because in episode three of our show, we talk about that same conundrum, not about droids, but, but about like uh, comedic characters. Um, and so right. that's all kind of fresh, hopefully for our two listeners, but also for me. Um, <laughs> but, um, well, I love it. They, they basically just set it up by saying like, he says anything that comes into his head. And so, right. 
Yeah, I never thought of, I, I thought about it more that he would just have no filter and thus say things. But now that you've said that aloud, I realize now, yeah, he is kind of like a smart ass on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I like my favorite line is just where like they're kind of getting that like kerfuffle over her having a weapon. And he finally like he's trying to gain her trust. So he relents and lets <laughs> her keep it. And like the droid just looks at him and his eye. And this is the other, this is the other reason too, why I think this droid plays so well is because they gave him legitimate eyes. Like, Oh his, yeah. Oh, right. He, There's like a point could, of light. Uh, yeah. He yeah. could actually focus those eyes to express emotion. It wasn't just like a, you know, uh, like C3PO, even though he has a human, human face, two eyes, a nose, a mouth, he can't express any of those things. Whereas this droid had a little bit more of an advantage in that sense, just because he could express in his eyes, but he, the guy relents and sits down and lets her have the weapon. And like the, the droid looks at him and like his eyes are like as big as dinner plates. (laughs) And he's like, do you want me to tell you the odds of her using that weapon against you? Because they're high. Yeah. Like really high. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just like, oh, that is brilliant. Like yeah. brilliant. Uh yeah. So that droid was a fantastic. I, I I agree with you. Totally blew me away. Totally stole the show. Yeah. Two dicks. In my opinion. Helen two yeah. dicks. <laughs> two dicks. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, no, uh, so I don't, I don't know that I have a, like a two line thing and I've heard other people, so I would just kind of steal their, oh, steal okay. their lines. So yeah. What yeah. was your, how would you kind of summarize your, cause I wasn't, you, you had apprehensions. So I was hearing in the last yeah. episode and stuff as I was editing it, editing it and stuff, you're like, Oh, <laughs> I should come out of there feeling like depressed and this should be dark. And, uh, you know, you had some expectations, I think that maybe I didn't have. So so I was a little, I saw it actually on Thursday night and I thought oh, about it every day. Wow. I was like, oh, I want to check in with them, but I, I don't yeah. know why I didn't. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so then eventually I did, but I was like, I wonder how he's going to feel because like with Force Awakens, I was just, I loved it unquestioningly. And then when we sure. talked about it, what would have been in the last episode for everyone else to hear, uh. Yeah, you were like, I wasn't even like I wanted to like it, but I had to kind of research it to be sure that I could like it. <laughs> and and so yeah. I've been wondering how, yeah, how this has come across for um, you. It sounds like good though. No, I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was great. I thought it actually helped um it really helped seal up a, a major like loophole that's existed since like 1979, right? Like uh, s- the, seven, the, I think. The, yeah. 77. Oh yeah, 77. The like uh it is totally 77 Jesus. I'll cut that um, out. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. We'll lose all our bonus Star Wars bonus. But not days. that. I want it to be a really bad cut where it's like 1970 and like somebody Nine else's voice seven. come in and go, seven. <laughs> and then it, I wanted to jump right to you going, I can cut that out. Don't worry. Well, I'll use your seven there. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Uh, um, but, uh, what is, oh, oh, but the, the, how the Death Star weakness, you yeah. know, like, I, I like that they, 
they took that major plot hole that's existed since 1977 and made it a major plot point mm. of this movie, you know? Um, that was really good. Uh, I, I was a little... I was in an altered state of mind when I saw it. Ah. Which is another reason why I'm uh, excited to see it again. tomorrow night <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, just to, like, firm everything up. But, no, it just, like, it did exactly what it was supposed to. I would not say, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I walked out of the theater having thoroughly enjoyed myself, but in a totally different way than I did from episode seven. Like episode seven, like hit all of the nostalgia benchmarks that I needed it. Like it scratched every one of those itches that I needed it to. Yeah. And that's why I felt so good coming out of it on top of it being like a great movie, you know? Um, but in all fairness, I really feel like it was a movie that we were really comfortable with. And, uh, this was the first one that like deviates from that and really had to like prove that Disney knew knows what it's doing with this franchise. And I think it does it. It did such a great job. Like it didn't pull any punches. Like, just like I said, and I knew it was coming like nobody hardly. I mean, nobody survives. Yeah. Nobody. No, none of like, the new characters we meet. Right. None, none of them do. And it, and, uh, you knew that it had to be treacherous and you knew that it was bleak and they did like, I was so worried when I heard they were doing reshoots after Batman versus Superman, I was really worried that that's what they were going to pull. Like they, they were going to pull some kind of like really chintzy excuse to get these characters on the other side of the universe while the events of star Wars that we know is happening. Mm. So they don't actually ever die. And like, Oh, yeah, okay. And, I mean, we've gotten six movies, essentially. Uh, and out of those, five of them typically involve the Empire losing in some way. Mm -hmm. Four or five of them do, you know? And uh, I think that, that it was good that you saw how diabolical the, the... You got to see what the Empire was like for somebody that wasn't like a princess or like the hero that destroyed the death star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to see what happened to the like what the empire did to like normal everyday people. And in the end it was awful. Yeah. Right? Like it it's not, like to just think that that's happening on hundreds or thousands of planets that the empire is treating people like that, you know, and uh man it was so good just <laughs> totally good i i really liked it i liked it for all the right reasons and all the right emotions that it like it elicited in me um but i am very curious it like i want to take a guess at the one complaint that i think you would have is it the vader scene no no actually it's not it's not the vader scene it's what is it it's the i just can't have um like computer people. <laughs> like, I oh, just can't, yeah. I just can't suspend that disbelief. Uh, yeah. So that, that bugged me, but other than that, I had no problem. And actually, you mean when Vader whipped out the lightsaber at the end? 
Yeah, like I thought that was fucking amazing. Like, yeah, I uh, no, I didn't, like, I didn't dislike it for sure. And, and then I heard, um, I was listening to Kevin Smith and Mark Renardin's review today, and they were talking about it so passionately. And as I like replayed it in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty fucking badass. <laughs> I, I don't. Have he a, like force <laughs> pushes that guy into the ceiling, <laughs> yes. like it crushes yes. him in there. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. Why wouldn't that just be the way you would take care of everybody <laughs> right. that you wanted to kill? Like, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm going to crush you into that wall because yeah. I know the wall's not going to move. Right. And so yeah. we're just going to crush you into it. And then like the guy's pinned up against the door and it cuts to outside the door and his lightsaber goes through the blast door. Like, yeah. Oh my God. That's exactly <laughs> what you picture. Like, like you just see Vader, you just see his red lightsaber and you're like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to die. You, like yeah, oh, he's choking me. I knew it. I'm gonna <laughs> die. Like oh, like yep. Yeah, I've heard about this. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly how they said it would be. Ah. Uh, no, oh. no, I, I like that. I mean, that felt. I I heard that the reshoots involve more Vader, and so I was just yeah. like, oh, I could kind of. But I didn't care. I didn't. That didn't bother me. I just yeah, that I didn't. I would have rather so, not have had Grand Moff Tarkin or. I, I could have dealt with Princess Leia because that was so fleeting and stuff, but you know, like they yeah. had, was it Mon Mothma? Is that her name? The red hair? Yeah. Kind of, you know, it's just a yeah. new actress. That That's fine. <laughs> just, uh, it's just too weird for me, but, but I think I'll get over that. I can that. see that. <clears throat> I, I think Grand Moff Tarkin looked okay though. I mean, yeah, like, it's, it, it reminded, you know, it's not like it's bad. It's just that in a movie that Princess Leia was really bad though. Like <laughs> it I great. Yeah. I, I like I, it, it looked like they took Carrie Fisher now <laughs> and then had her do like the Polar Express. Yeah, that's to achieve <laughs> to achieve a 14 year old Carrie Fisher. Like it had Carrie Fisher now's voice, kind of mostly. Yeah, because she only teeth. says her teeth. <laughs> No, but she's got those blocky, like, denture teeth. She doesn't have regular... It's not her teeth anymore. Oh, now. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, they do look different. And she talks a little different. What it is, yeah. it's a, it's a... I've heard of this. Uh, I never looked it up before, but it's called the Uncanny Valley. Have you heard of that? No. Phenomenon? So the, uh, it's from Wikipedia. It says, in aesthetics, the Uncanny Valley is the hypothesis that human replicas that appear almost, but not exactly like real human beings elicit feelings of eeriness and revulsion among some observers. <laughs> so that's stuff like the Polar Express movie. We'll, we'll give you that. Yeah. Um, the Jim droids, Carrey... like, like real world droids. Like, have you ever seen some of those robots in Japan? And you're just like, <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, because that, yeah, I imagine that would do it. I've never seen anything like it in real life, only in movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. But so that was what it was. I was so, I so enjoyed the... You know, just that it was, you were seeing all this real stuff and things that hearken in so many, like, specific and vague ways to, you know, 1977. They combined all of that kind of Star Wars universe of the late 70s and early 80s of practical things. And you just felt like you were right there um, for the most part. And I understand they must have just really wanted to have this character in there. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing that bothered me. I mean, other than that, I really liked it. It took me a while to be emotionally invested in the characters, but the, eventually that happened. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it again. I don't have a, I think I might see it with my nephews over the holiday. 
but especially thinking about it more and stuff, I was like, I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to give it another go. I, I, I can't wait. I, I cannot wait to see it again. Uh, I agree with you. I think it was a little, it, it did take a little bit of time to get that uh, investment in the characters. And I don't, I, and this is the part I got lost on. It re- it jumps really fast, like through the time, right? Like yeah, I felt it like moves. it did. <laughs> yeah, it's got it, it, re- it keeps chucking. <laughs> yeah, and there you go. Check that out. And see if that gives you Uncanny Ooh. Valley. Oh no, this is gonna be the. Can I skip? Ah, uh, uh, ooh, no, yeah, that's upset. Oh god, <laughs> no, no, no. I think I'm watching the wrong one. Ro- humanoid robot just got sexier. Oh no! Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, it, yeah. it sounds like a. It's it a sounds little... like a totally different one that you're watching, but it's it's yours sounds like a sex robot. How did I didn't send you sex? Well, I try. Well, I, I have a way of finding these things, but yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to skip the ad, so this is that's the one I saw. But oh, um, that was upsetting. <laughs> so, Life size oh. human. Oh no! Now I'm watching the one you sent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like what it is. Ooh. Oh heavens. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So that's no. kind of what it is. Oh my the... gosh. Would you let that robot grab your wiener? I don't think so. Is that what they're advocating? Or is it? I don't more know. Just it a... just like showed her hand and it was oh. Oh. Ah. Would you? I don't want to answer no. that. <laughs> I would not let my wiener get anywhere near that robot. Yeah, that's scary. Things could go wrong. No. Oh, <laughs> that man. is that is the that is very much the especially the one you sent is very much what the pre crushing thing is like for me. And it reminds me of like the um the nightmare. Oh, no, not the nightmare. The Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which which I like it was kind of scary in a way, but um, yeah. So I'm I I I I like that kind of thing much more when it is like that's the aesthetic of the whole thing, and then you can kind of settle in. So it was what was weird to me is like Roger Rabbity, or it felt like the prequels to me also, where just like you got normal stuff and then throw yeah. in something. Um, but I you can, know I can see that, and and there was a lot of like who were the. Admiral Akbar, there was like this race that was like kind of like Admiral Akbar, but not Admiral Akbar. Yeah, like they weren't red. (laughs) They were, yeah, and like they were all CG. That really, I like. Yeah, I can accept that more with the with the things that can't exist because like okay, sure. Um, so I just thought like you could tell the you could tell the story without Grandma Tarkin. Like the um, Ben Mendelsohn, he was great. Like just let him be him and maybe yeah. fucking have him like report directly to deal directly with vader or something but so i just felt that that was unnecessary but i mean if that's no, my one that's complaint fair. in this whole thing like it's such a it was such a well i was so well done that um i'm sure i'll forgive that soon and, and even so like who cares like that fucking donnie yen uh yeah the, <laughs> like, all that was so good and just like Oh, everything was just awesome. Every like I see the Grand Moff Tarkin thing, I can forgive that because I thought the dynamic between the main guy, who was basically, all right, I got to start getting character names because I pulled up like, IMDb because I yeah I was like, there's no way we'd be able to rattle these off. <laughs> okay, so you have 
So Jin's dad, right, gets kidnapped to work for Ben Mendelsohn. That's who you said, right? Yeah, why'd they hide him? Uh, Got to go to the larger list. He should be way up by the top. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Orson Krennic. Krennic is what we hear him referred to as. Orson. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be funny. (laughs) Call by his first name. So he's basically using, he's using Jin's dad to build the Death Star to get the credit for it. And at the, and he like spends his lifetime doing that for the credit to get stolen from him by Graham off Tarkin at the last second. Oh yeah. Right. So like that to me was like, that was such an awesome piece because then that (laughs) like that catalyzes everything else where the rest of the game or the rest of the movie is his game trying to get that credit back from Graham Moff Tarkin. Oh, yeah. And, and it like motivates him to like really kick in place or kick into action. A lot of the major plot points that happen in the third act are all being motivated by either his actions directly or by him directly. Right. Yeah. Um, so, no, the, the Princess Leia one, though, totally. Did not do it for me. Just have a Princess Leia lookalike. Like, there's got to be, out of the, like, 7 billion people on this planet, there's got to be a young 14-year-old girl that looks close enough like Princess Leia. Yeah. Did you hear that, the rumor, though, of what what they, one of the... So, I, I didn't know about this till just today I heard someone talking about it. No. But it was rumored that Jin was essentially going to be revealed to be Princess Leia. Like the Jin oh. character. How awesome would that have been? <laughs> that would have been outrageous. Like that could have that could have worked. Like that could have been a thing. Yeah. Like even within the majority of the rest, except for like her dad being someone else, I guess. But right. Um, but that yeah, that well, yeah, okay, that wouldn't work at all <laughs> for this. <laughs> for, but <laughs> but that was an exciting Man. idea when I when I heard that. Um yeah. But uh, yeah, you know what? Oddly enough, that one didn't bother me as much because as I remember the end of the movie, I just sort of, I don't picture how bad it was. I only picture the moment and what what she said and stuff. And so if I could have had one or the other, I would have had the bad Princess Leia and no Tarkin, but that's all right. I mean, you know, there's so much awesome stuff. Like that's literally, so when I think about it, I was like, well, that thing's still kind of bugging me. But when I see it again and I... And I've, as I thought about it more, it's like there's so much good stuff. Like I hate to talk yeah. about the bad, quote unquote bad. Um, well, and I mean, you like I said, you just get to see, you get to see that the rebels are this. They weren't even rebels at that point. You know what I mean? Like they were just like they didn't come. Co- I didn't feel. I felt like that was happening during this, where they were coming together as a cohesive group to be like, no, we're standing up against this tyranny, you know? And, and that was awesome. But well, just like, to like, too, like they'd be, it was interesting too. Cause it was darker than I thought with the re- rebels. Cause it was, right. uh, they were, they had starting to get to a point where they didn't necessarily seem like the good guys, <laughs> you know, they were, and, oh, and that yeah. was, I thought really powerful to what they did with the, uh, um, Cassian character because you see him early on he kills that guy in the alley and you're like oh I don't know if I like this guy and then towards the end I, I that that really that was the point at which I got like invested in that guy when he's like you know this would have all been for nothing 
for all of us. We've all done terrible things for what we right. thought was right, and now this this would all make it, you know, uh, right. right somehow. And um, that was interesting too, because then then you had like the Forrest Whitaker character who was some kind of fringe. He was like really far to the one side of it, so much so that the rebellion was like, ah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, they were like trying to distance themselves from him, even. Yeah. Like he's, and I felt like even even at the moment when they were trying to decide if they were going to rebel or if they were going to just back off, there were contingents in that group that were ready to just like cry off, like, "No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna be rebels." Yeah, they, and they, they have the, the last... thing to, they have a weapon to destroy an entire planet. <laughs> what right. Are we, what are we supposed right. to do? <laughs> exactly. And uh, oh man, and but like the. It's just so bleak and they're just getting their asses handed to them. And like, I love how that transmission finally gets out. And then it's just like this game of them trying to jump it as far away as fast as they can, like from ship to ship. Oh yeah. And it ends up the getting kind of on passing the off of that thing. Yeah. The hard, not hard drive, but the information essentially. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just like, uh, I just, they just didn't pull any punches. They didn't pull any punches that you were expecting them to pull. Um, yeah, it felt, we knew that. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, just because it had had all the kind of kind of weight and gravitas that I think you were hoping for, but without like having you leave the theater feeling like you saw Saving Private Ryan because they had right. it lead up to that moment where she's like, you know. They found hope and it's like it cuts and it could literally just like drop the credits and roll into yeah. episode four, which the bride and I came home the next day and watched that. And it was, yeah, it's, yeah. it seems to be like moments from that. You even see what is, what is that thing? It's that, it's that sort of triangular ship that comes in at the beginning of episode four. Star, star Destroyer. Yeah, that's, the Star Destroyer. That's like you see that there. And uh, that's, that's Vader's personal Star Destroyer too, that very first oh. shot. And so like, he like so he's on rebel ships, right? Commander, tear the ship apart with the passengers. Yeah, like, I want them alive. But but that one where he's <laughs> in the hallway and he like like does the thing and like f- crushes the guy on the ceiling. Yeah, that's not that's not on Leia's ship yet. He's right. going from ship to ship. So yeah, his star destroyer is the one that's like tracking her down, tracking down that transmission, yeah. and uh. You know that he he's only like he's so close because the guys are dressed the same way the way they're supposed to be yeah like when he but it's not her ship you because you you know I don't think I I didn't realize that so that but now I do yeah it's I there were parts of me at the time where I was like where I was wishing they didn't have Tarkin or or the fake or the computerized Leia I was like I would because uh, I would have been happy if the story took place. F- further in the past to where, you know, like there's a time elapse between, you know, four and five, like, you know, a new hope and, and empire, like, you know, some time passes kind of similar to the time right. that it takes to make the movies and you catch up and you, you know, so I was kind of expecting more of that. And I think I would have been satisfied with that. But now that I've adjusted to the fact that they were trying to take it like, you know, up to the hour or something of, uh, uh, moment yeah yeah now now i'm starting to sink in and just appreciate that um that specificity for for what it is and and enjoy it because yeah I, they really I just, they really did something here <laughs> yeah i well i just think they like they 
they with the precision of a like fine surgeon, they inserted this whole new story in between two stories you didn't even want to you didn't even picture the gap in between. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. No, I mean by because, the end of it it was right you were right there. You're ready for episode four. Yeah, and I mean and you and that's the other great part is like they could put ten more movies that take place in between episode three and episode four. Cause this is literally the two weeks before episode four happens. And there's <laughs> like four sixteen years because you have the babies being born at the end of episode three, and they're sixteen years old or seventeen years old in New Hope. Oh right, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get so, some like you know, you know, we know we're getting young Han Solo, and yep, who knows what else? Uh, A Boba you, Fett, I think. Oh right, yeah. Uh, I heard. I think it was cracked. You know, there's there's a couple. We've talked about this before. I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but like the red letter guy who just like. Does he like any fucking movie or, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you know, cracked is purportedly like all written by people that all like the thing kind of things that we like, but they just love to tear it apart sometimes. And they're like, oh yeah, so Disney's just going to make spinoff movies. And I don't even know if this was cracked. I forget where I read this, but like, they're just going to make spinoff movies of like their favorite pieces or fans, favorite pieces of star Wars movies. So like, we get a Death Star movie, we get a Han Solo movie, we get a Boba Fett movie. And because they're just focusing on like that one thing, they can make the movie anything they want as you know to get it to work. They're not kind of like tied in to the lineage of the all the other all the main characters that happen in episodes. But I mean they are though. So that was the thing like they're like, "Well, this is not a saga movie, but I think just like probably all of the books that have been written and everything that's officially sanctioned, like it will tie in. Like it's just like okay, yeah. you're not guaranteed to see whatever Haunted Leia or something. Like it, that's all like well, canon. I would and imagine. I, and and again, I think that's what's going to make the series more. I think that's what's going to satiate the appetite for us Star Wars fans that are now adults. That can't be like glazed over by the fairy tale of Star Wars. I one of the reasons I think the prequels didn't work for us is because we weren't five year old kids anymore. Yeah, that could just like be blown over by all the glamour of of the Star Wars movie that's going on. We want substance. Like it takes more than a five minute like acrobatic lightsaber fight for us to say this whole movie's fantastic. Yeah, we want more substance to it. We want trade agreements. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, we don't want trade agreements. When we they, don't want two hours of trade negotiations. No, they, no, no. I think the planet, they introduce a lot of places in this movie. And one of them, which is a really cool way, like they went into this kind of planet where you, there was like, you saw a planet bits up in top or something, but it went into like a Blade Runner type city. It's where the guy killed someone in an alley, but it was some kind of trade outpost. And I saw the word trade outpost. I was like, Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I think that these movies, these spinoff movies are going to be what saves star Wars for adult fans like us, because we know that it's not going to be the farm boy. That's, only ever picked off Womp Rats <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and Beggar's Canyon. In a way, sometimes is, it no, is. You know, like Ray is kind of that. And that was 
Yeah, it was really nice. And, uh, but those are great for the episodes, though, because they come. They're all centered around this family of awesome Jedi's. And oh yeah, like yeah. I, I think these movies are going to really help clue us into like the everyday man. Oh, the saga the, or the Star Wars stories in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and make it more. Pro- I mean, because like anybody can relate to being oppressed in some way, you know, and, and being forced into the decision, do I just go along to get along or do I stand up for what I think is should for change that I feel like should happen. Mm. And, you know, in the saga movies, you're like, of course the Skywalker is going to win that like his name's Luke fucking Skywalker. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Nobody else is named like that. We know who the hero is. Right. Right. Yeah. And like these ones, like this, this Rogue One, it's just like. Jin Erso. <laughs> it's not exactly a memorable, you know, that's not a power name, Jin Erso. No. Jin is kind of cool. But. No, but her actions and her speeches and like all of that shit, that is what's memorable. And that's the stuff that you can really relate to as an adult and appreciate the like. They they still won, but they won by sacrificing themselves. I don't think he I, like I think I think that's that's the level of storytelling that you need to you need to go for They're if like you're the, gonna maintain a, an adult fan following. Yeah, this that is have been like fans the, their entire uh, life. These are the Bachman novels of the Star Wars yeah. universe. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, because it's like yeah, you because in in uh, most popular filmmaking stuff, you wouldn't you they wouldn't kill everybody because you'd want to keep making movies and right. keep making money. But because they can, in other ways, yeah, they don't they don't have to play by those rules and then can, yeah, I mean, do some uh, more daring things. What were some of your just general like kind of favorite things? I've been looking at this cast list and just kind of thinking about people and their the moments that they've had. <laughs> Like I really, um, uh, K K two S O and Alan Tudyk, that droid was. Uh, I loved every everything that he did. Yeah. Um. That, I loved that, Donnie Yen. The I don't know how to, Imway. I don't know how to say his name. But that character of like, there's no Jedi like in this world. Like nobody knows of any Jedi. Right. And uh, he's like as close as you get. And oh, he was so great. <laughs> Him and and then the his kind of uh, his buddy that would watch out for him with the gun. Uh, what is his name? He's uh, oh, I can't find him. Oh no, oh, I feel terrible now. Oh wait, wait. it's uh, his it's, buddy. It's Wen Jiang. Or uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I you know him from stuff. Baze Malbus is that guy. Do you know him from other things? You rattled off his name. You're see. like Wen Jiang. <laughs> um, I didn't necessarily recognize him, but he was he was great too. That, I'm looking. That was a he pair. is great. Um. I've heard Donnie Yen's name before, but I couldn't place him. But yeah, I, I have no, I'm a I sucker, sucker anything. for martial arts stuff in general. But the, that character too had so much like heart and, uh, and but like vulnerability too, because like he would say that stuff like the I'm one with the force, the force with me, and he would say it. But and sometimes you would get the fact that like he was kind of he was scared, and that was like his mantra to get him through. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. that was I loved both of those characters. I loved the um Bodhi the the pilot uh, the uh his name is Riz Ahmed I guess but he was the guy that flew the ship and was friends with uh 
Saw Gerrera. But he reminded me of Gareth from the British office so much. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about that. <laughs> it's just like, Gareth would love to be this guy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, and, and man. I was very excited to see Jimmy Smith. I actually just, I've grown to really like the actor Jimmy Smith. Um, but I was happy to see his character. I was like, oh, that's fucking Princess Leia's dad. Or, you know, is her guardian. It, yeah, absolutely. And, um... So when he says she's never let me down in that he's talking about Leia, right? I think Is so. That how yeah. You took it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or he said, that's I how... trust her with my life. I think he says that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's before, you know, you're going to see her, but it was like, I was like, Oh yeah. I'm talking about his friend in the desert. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> Man. I just, uh, so I, I really like, uh, again, Leading with a strong female character like Felicity Jones, like she was awesome in it. Uh, Were you? I was a little worried. I had just seen her in that um, Tom Hanks big tentpole movie, the like the Dan Brown book. That was the first time I saw her. But then I was like, oh, I you know I like the to be unknowns in Star Wars or something. I was kind of, but I didn't care. I thought I thought she was great. Like that stuff where she's watching the hologram uh, with her dad was like genuinely moving and uh, yeah i dug her yeah no she did great um i i i don't know like the vader stuff i i it was like i i i don't care how much you hate the prequels but the first time you see yoda fight like the first time you see yoda like light up oh his yeah lightsaber, yeah like jump around and and yeah. jump around and like and he's been yoda up to that point that that you've ever seen him and then you see the like Jedi master that, you know, is always in there. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it's like awesome because it's, it's only as cool as you, it, I feel like that was one of the rare times that the prequels met up to your imagination's expectations. Right. Yeah. That's cool to see. And you know what's so funny though? <laughs> like, he's what's like, that? you know, he's when he, in Jedi, he's like, when 900 years old, you reach, look as good. You right. will not. When literally like he's, um, you know, we're talking like maybe he's eight hundred something. <laughs> so, right. what happened to him in those? Eight, yeah, in the, after I, after well, eight hundred years, how is it that he gets so decrepit? But but uh, it, you know, I understand. You got to do something. But it was so funny. Yeah, because it's the same with I, Darth Vader too. It's like he's it's two weeks before we see him fight Obi Wan, like not too impressively, <laughs> and he's like with ice and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was exactly what you expected it to be like like i just love that hallway shot where he's in that chamber in the in the pressure chamber with all, like all those other rebels yeah i mean it is and, cool like i i'll, I'll disp- suspend my, my timeline of disbelief in terms of like if he's an old man or whatever, but just to have the awesomeness of that. And same with the Yoda. Like, uh, you gotta oh, yeah. <laughs> deal the yeah. cards or, or play the cards you're dealt. <laughs> I understand. Right. So, uh, that stuff was really cool. I, I, I don't know how I felt about the, I mean, you know, we see the Death Star fire like multiple times and it just takes out like small portions of a planet. Yeah, like a city, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, or like an area, you know, instead of destroying the whole planet. Yeah, um, it's like Hiroshima or something like that. It reminded me of yeah, that kind of like atom bomb yeah. type thing. Um, I felt like the shot was a little cliched at the, 
end where they're like watching the wall of fire come at them, you know, and holding each other. Yeah. That was a little, that was a shot. I feel like I've seen before in, in post-apocalyptic movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I don't know. I like, I always go back to, you could know, you can be a very seasoned trained film critic that has an eye for film and can debate like camera movements and timing and uh, lens selection to elicit emotions. But at the end of the day, a movie is really like anybody can care about a movie if it gets, if it touches them in a certain way. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's either affecting or it's not right. And Man, this one did it. Like this one, I felt like it, it was. I I was telling people leading up to this, I was more excited for this one than I was for episode seven. Yeah, I was just gonna of, ask you, like, how do the two rank for you? Um, I mean, episode seven is fantastic. I I definitely fall into the camp of that was a great, uh, really good movie. Um, but leading into it, because it was a saga episode. You knew kind of going in, even if it sucked, you knew what the plot was going to be like, or, you know, like the, the, the rebel, like the, the underdogs were going to overcome like insurmountable odds and like hand it to the, like the bad guys, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, this one was the first one that got to be its own thing and not have to be tied to. I mean, every episode that's made is bound by all the episodes preceding it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so like even episode seven, like episode seven had to factor in Jar Jar, the existence of Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) Right. Yeah. As a major character. (laughs) Like that had to happen. Rogue One, they were like, Jar Jar already gave all the power to Emperor Palpatine by this point in time. As far as we're concerned, he doesn't even exist anymore. Let's be our own thing. And then it's awesome. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have done screen grabs in your hands. <laughs> so this is a Jar Jar, not a Jar Jar list universe, but one in which he doesn't need to be acknowledged. So that is a good right. thing. Right, right. <laughs> Um, what were some of your favorite like throwbacks? Cause there were so many like little things, um, you know, the most obvious being say C3PO and R2D2 say like, Oh, we never know what's going on, but Oh there yeah. Tons of little that... fun, little nods to the other movies. Um, I don't know. I really like how the, they did a great, they, they've done a really good job with the, the technology and like, Taking that it, by today's standards, it looks outdated, but back then it looked like futuristic. Yeah. And they do a really good job. I love how in episode seven and in this one, they've done such an awesome job of like bridging that where it has all the polish of like technology now, but it still is just basically vector graphics. <laughs> like they're just like really good vector graphics. <laughs> um, that I really like. The R2D2 C3PO thing was pretty cool. Uh 
I'm trying to think what else jumps out at me like that, though. I I I mean, I I probably would have to be sealing up that plot point from A New Hope of just like, I love that the weakness in the Death Star wasn't an intentional design. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was a great... Uh... And, and like, that just, I mean, that to me was as good of a throwback as you could get because it seals up some major complaint that I've heard for decades, you know, like how, like they're not going to be able to handle uh, the, the robot chicken sketch is so great. Like, I'm sorry. I thought my doc Lord of the Sith, the Sith could protect a two meter exhaust port from a group of uh, teenagers or something like <laughs> the line goes something like, I'll Oh man, I, I'll have to send you that. Cause that is, yeah. Go for Papa Palpatine. Uh, that's the best. <laughs> oh, I liked that series. I didn't watch it enough. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I've been, um, I've been spending way too much time on it. And I think maybe it'll be a little less per episode where there's... Because the first episode, which we put posted as we're talking a week ago, um, talks so much about things that we've made that only I can really share. Whereas these things you can find on YouTube and stuff. So uh, I've been tweeting like crazy stuff that if you follow along with the episode, you can watch. And um, Oh, okay. And I've been trying to alternate stuff uh, between our things and things that we mentioned. So it's like one one from us, one from something we mentioned. And um, so that was allowing me, or I was catching up on. So I, for instance, I watched the, the, the Jimmy Kimmel sketch about the video store that, uh, that you told me about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the so, Matthew McConaughey thing. Yeah, so that was really fun to for just for me because like I hadn't actually seen it yet. So I'll be posting those kind of things on Twitter. And so um, I'll see this robot chicken thing, <laughs> you know, and some of the other stuff. I mean, so the the bride and I saw the movie, and then we came back and watched the episode four. But then I made her watch the um, the bad lip reading f- for uh, what is it? The sea seagulls, sea seagulls that oh, yeah. out your eyes or whatever. Seagull, stop it now. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> she was not that, nearly as amused as me, but I almost died again. It's like at the end, too. He's like, you didn't I, like I, it? <laughs> for like three days, Ash would just randomly catch me listening to that. She's like, are you listening to that song again? It's a catchy song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I'm trying to remember like, it now. I have to go like, oh. Run, run. Wait. <laughs> you can be my backpack. I can be your backpack while you run. <laughs> climb, climb. Swing from that hairy vine. I can be your backpack while you climb. Oh, I love somebody like towards the end where he's like, I'm not your friend. He's like, you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were kind of pitchy. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> Don't fall asleep, yes. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Oh my god. Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> well, I hate Brenda. And I peed in my pants. His his Luke voice is really good. I yeah. love that Luke. That... Oh man. Oh man. Awesome. Yeah, so there's <laughs> so these uh, yeah, I have lots uh, obviously there's lots of fun robot chicken but yeah the whole thing about filling plot holes is is a nice bonus but also the really nice springboard for you know a really 
cool story that um, yeah, I'm glad exists for sure. Oh, I, I mentioned some of those little things. So I was thinking of like um, when they have the guy who bumps into him that, that Luke later encounters in the Oh uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. In, in the most icely cantina. Yeah. And like he doesn't like you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're both I together. don't like you either. <laughs> yeah. I'm wanted on three systems. I know. There's like You'll that. be dead. <laughs> yeah. This little one isn't worth it. But there's that and then like um you know, it's a little bit cheesier when uh, Vader is like, I hope you choke on your aspirations, and he's doing the little finger pinch thing. Yeah. <laughs> Rogue One, go see it. Yeah. Seriously. I, I don't uh, know who would be convincing, but I, I know that for me, like when I'm excited about a movie and don't necessarily have a great many people to talk about it with, it's always nice to hear like-minded individuals yeah. uh, discuss it. So this is that for for Adam and Chris and Rudy. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for Feel, listening guys. Yeah. Um, uh, I know at least Chris is on uh, Twitter, so that's where we've been posting some things. So at L W S D pod, you can chime in on the conversation. Yeah. Um, not Come just, not just that. Adam, Chris and Rudy, but anyone who happens to hear this. <laughs> I'm so glad that's that someone, anyone is listening, but honestly, I would be so pleased. I'm so pleased to just have these exist and to get to have these conversations. So, Oh, that's awesome. Me too, buddy. Yeah, well, we should, uh, did we do a good sign off? Like, <laughs> uh, oh, should we just like do something like, this has been a double shot. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's W, or I almost did WPLMR. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> the last tweet I have before the new episode drops. I don't know if you've gotten to go through them, but that'll be the last one to... <clears throat> To, to finish it off like the, the to bring us up to speed to the new project that was the last one for you the WPMR I'm oh gonna, man I'm gonna tweet it I'm gonna tweet it live and then people will listen and be like these guys are so fucking far behind <laughs> but now they know <laughs> we will hop on and and get current when 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 uh, when the circumstances call for when there's a badass movie like Road One to come out or I don't know what, but <laughs> tweeted <laughs> anyway. So so follow us on uh, on the Twitters if you have it. You don't even have to have Twitter to see it. So if we talk about something like a robot chicken, you can find it there shortly after the episode uh, is published. Oh my god! Okay, <clears throat> this has well, been- this has been <laughs> this has been long walk, short drink, double shot, double shot <laughs> on Rogue One. Thanks for listening. Good night. Cheers and good luck. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thank you.